Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Budget cuts in England apparently affecting police service, and no one's more upset about it than police officers themselves. They do take that oath to protect and defend, you might remember. And so the TV network ITV News sent its reporters to the communities of Avon and Somerset in England to talk directly to the officers themselves about the problem. By the time that story aired, no one was really paying attention. TV viewers, it seems, were going nuts on social media, posting screen grabs of the officer interviews to their Twitter and social media accounts, especially when they interviewed that one cop, who seems to have the perfect name for law enforcement. His name? Rob Banks. (laughs) That is pretty good, though. That's a good name for a police officer. Yes. Yeah, Rob Banks. Yes. Well, we warned you about this on Friday. What's that? And here it is. What? Today is Blue Monday. Okay. Also known as the most depressing day of the entire year. Oh, yeah. Unless you're a New Orleans Saints fan. And that was definitely yesterday. (laughs) Yesterday, no kidding. I've already seen uh, the post cliff where the the receiving play down the sidelines where the Saint got hit a little early. Should have been a pass interference call. Yes, they've uh, photoshopped that. It's pretty cute. It's Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Slamming the guy in the head with his feet. <laughs> and to top it off, I had to listen to Jimmy Buffett sing the national anthem. <sighs> it's nine. That's the reason I'm sitting here this morning with mm-hmm. duct tape over my belly button, <laughs> trying to keep it from chattering. <laughs> it's not comfortable, <laughs> but I got tired of listening to it, Cliff. <laughs> and that's when you know it's cold. I'm glad I don't have to see that. Uh, you can if you wish. No, 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 During no. During the news update, I no. could give you a peek. Nope. Okay. <laughs> All right. You ever been so cold that your belly button chatters, Cliff? I've never been that cold in my entire Man, life. Man, I am absolutely freezing. I didn't even know you had teeth in your belly button. You don't? <laughs> no. Weirdo. We'd frequently, we hear about people on this portion of the program who didn't think their plan all the way through. And so if there was a Nobel Prize for that, 27-year-old Nick Nadev of Vancouver, Washington, now booking a flight to Stockholm to get the medal. If, that is, there's an airline that'll take him. All the cruise ship companies are pretty well going to say no thanks. Turns out Dude was with a bunch of buddies on board a Royal Caribbean boat last week and at a stop in the Bahamas decided to take one small step for a man, one giant leap for stupidity when he jumped off the balcony of his cabin and into the water below. By the way, his cabin was on the 11th floor, meaning the dive was well over 150 feet. He wasn't seriously injured, but told reporters he could barely walk for a few days after. But walking was all he could do because the ship captain threw him off, and he was banned from ever riding again. They'd have told Inside Edition he really didn't think about the risks, like, say, I don't know, dying, and now hopes... Others don't copy him, and he adds, yes, alcohol was a factor in the incident. Cliff, over the weekend, actually it was Friday night, I came up with what I think is a multi-billion dollar idea. 
Friday night. Yes. Were you like in your uh, lab coat and safety glasses? No, I was in a much better place. I was eating in a restaurant. <laughs> and you come up with a multi-billion dollar idea. I think it is. Idea. I think it is. This and I wonder why no one else has thought of it. I don't know. Well, tell me what it is, and maybe I'll have some insight into that. Well, how about this? Okay. A scratch and sniff yeah. menu at all the restaurants. So you like go into, like I don't know, R's Cafe. Yes. And they bring your menu. Laminated thing. You're like, uh, oh, looky there. Candy's got the uh, whatever it is. Let's say pot roast. Pot roast. And so you go... Ooh, that pot roast smells really delicious. I that's think that's right. what I'll order. Get a whiff of the meat before you order it. <laughs> what do you think, Cliff? So you, you put this menu, after you scratch it, yes, with your fingernails, right up to your nose. Perfect. Just like that. Yes. Who was sniffing that menu before you? Well, there's some downsides <laughs> to it, yes, but I haven't seen anybody on Shark Tank come up with the Probably idea Probably because yet. of the hygiene factor. But boy, I tell you what, if you could just sniff around on there. <laughs> look at the food that they would sell. Yeah. The more you sniff, the hungrier you'll get. Yeah. I ought to make that on a card somewhere. <laughs> the more you sniff, the hungrier you get. So you're saying no to my idea? I'm, I'm going to go with uh, the health department might not like that. 725 on the Morning Road Show. Perhaps you saw this over the weekend, Cliff. The divers yeah. that were filming an underwater documentary off mm. the coast of Hawaii. No, I missed that. Oh, my. It was all over the Internet. They ran into the biggest great white shark that has ever been recorded. Oh, okay. See, I didn't didn't know that was in Hawaii. Yes. But I heard the story about the great white shark. Yes. The shark was even bigger after it ate the camera guy. (laughs) I don't know why you'd want to swim with these things. And and there they were. I mean, mean, they, they probably didn't know at the time, and they got in the water, we're going after the greatest... Great white shark known to mankind. No, they didn't. But when you see it... Then they just found it. But when you see it... Yeah. You need to act a little scared. <laughs> As in, get out of the water. Because he could make life miserable for you real well, quick. And with, they're like... With like one bite. But they're swimming around like... <laughs> Have they not seen the Roy Scheider movie? Yeah. Everyone has seen it. Even I've seen that one. <laughs> exactly. Right. But there's... Things didn't end well for Captain Quint. <laughs> but here they were. Just yeah. casually swimming around, yeah. pointing like, look. <laughs> you got to wonder what the great white shark's thinking. Yeah. I mean, from their point of view. Okay, you idiots. <laughs> Any moment now, I can end all of right. this. <laughs> I'm being nice to you right now. That could end at any moment. And that's what I would be thinking as a diver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This could end bad at any moment, and I'm going to get out of here. Or maybe go hide somewhere. Like if there's a rocky knoll on the bottom of the ocean there, I'm going to be on it. Our morning road show thought of today is pretty simple, Cliff. Okay. We all make mistakes. Yeah. What's important mm-hmm. is to have the courage to blame someone else and then move on. <laughs> move on from that. Is that not true, Cliff? Right. Although, you know, you're going to really grow from the situation if you, you know, accept that it was you who made the mistake. I'm not about growth, Cliff. I'm about blame. That's what I'm about. <laughs> I'm blaming someone else. I'm moving on, and life is sweet. We, this story comes to us from the Morning Roadshow Department of Third Time's the Charm. The complexity of new vehicles on the road these days makes many cars, well, not yours, engineering marvels. And with all the use that cars get, 
in ways engineers possibly didn't think of at the time, sometimes there will be a recall. That, of course, means those engineers have to go back to the drawing board and redesign the part that's failing in large numbers or possibly could be quite dangerous. The latter was the case for Kia Motors, who two years ago announced a big recall of vehicles with certain engines, whose high-pressure fuel pumps were failing in a way engineers didn't foresee. And that means they caught the car on fire. Now, another recall of the same cars, because some of the repairs designed by the engineers may have actually made the problem worse. <laughs> well, they'd like to recall those cars, about 67,000. But they can't because of the federal government shutdown. <laughs> and would you trust them? <laughs> You've messed this up from the beginning. Your That's second try. Third time's the charm. Maybe. 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 Cliff Rita Foley yeah. on the news from the Associated yeah. Press was telling us that the New England Patriots already picked as the favorite to win this year's Super Bowl. Okay. And I got to thinking, mm -hmm. if you were a Browns fan right now. Yeah. That would be tough. I mean, the Cleveland Browns. All of this talk about yeah. Super Bowls and playoff action yes. and all of that, mm -hmm. that's got to be hard to take. Why would you say that? Well, I mean, if you're a Browns fan listening now, yeah. you have to understand that the Super Bowl mm -hmm. is this thing where two teams play each other to see which one is the best in all of the NFL. And the playoffs... That's basically a thing where if you have a really good record, they let you get in this tournament. And then the winner takes all and right. eventually. And so it's entirely possible that a Cleveland Browns fan would have no clue as to what any of that is. Yes, it's just like, <laughs> it's like a, people are just talking about things I don't understand. It's like a foreign language to me. <laughs> well, they can take heart because there was a period of time that Chicago Cubs fans didn't know what any of that meant either. That's true. They didn't know what the World Series was. Yeah. And the playoffs. Yeah. You're exactly right. <laughs> and now here it is, 2019. And yeah. They're pretty well back looking up that way again, aren't they? Pretty well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll admit, Cliff, I was a little selfish when I played that by Darius Rucker. It's called Radio. And selfish. Well, I'm just well, selfish because I played why that. Why would you say you're selfish because you played that song? Because I kind of played that song, Cliff, yeah. in honor of yesterday. What was yesterday? National DJ Day. Really? Yes, throughout I, the United States. I had no idea that yesterday was National DJ Day. Yes. So what did we do here at Country 98.1 to celebrate the fact that it was National, national DJ Day? Actually, Cliff, yeah. not a single DJ in the whole place was even working yesterday. <laughs> oh, that's it was Sunday, wasn't it? Yes. That's the day that we play all those recorded countdown shows, and no one's here. What a perfect way <laughs> to celebrate <laughs> National DJ that's Day. That's right, by telling us... It's almost like some, they don't need you. On some level, we can do without you. Yes. <laughs> so do you see my selfishness in playing radio yes, there, yes, Cliff? Yes, yes, it's one last gas to prove that... You are worth something to this business and these folks who are listening in. Yes. Nobody was here on National <laughs> DJ Day. <laughs> well, Cliff, did you find them did over I find the weekend? One? Those gigantic stuffed Oreo cookies. Oh, you bet your bippy I did. <laughs> Aren't those like the mega stuffs? Yeah, they're like the super, I don't know what they call them specifically, but they have like probably five times the stuffing as a regular Oreo. Are they right there by the cookies in the they're, cookie section, well, I'm assuming? Uh, no. They're at Walmart, and they have put a special display up of them back more towards the dairy area, like where the 
biscuits and cottage cheese and stuff. There's a kind of an open space back there where they put different vendors' products, uh, and that's where they're at. So is it true that you could just about fit a cat in between the two Oreo pieces there? <laughs> yes. Is it that thick? Clip? Yeah. Is it like cat thick? It's almost cat thick, yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. How many can you eat? Like two. <laughs> and, you know, I can hammer on some cookies. I have a really high tolerance for sugar when it comes to cookies. I can see. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not proud of the fact. I'm just telling you what it is. It is, yeah. But, like, two of those is plenty. Are you serious? That's oh, all you could do? Yeah, I could do two. We should have a cookie eat-off here. <laughs> bring some of them in. We'll have a cookie eat-off. I'm not bringing my cookies in. Why? Your cookie special? My cookies are very special. <laughs> well, if that excites you... yeah. Maybe this will excite you a little more about what, Oreos. What's that? You know, they've always been the same size and shape. Yeah. You know, the circular. Round. Yes. Yeah. But now they're coming out with Easter egg Oreos. Why? Why is this necessary? I don't know. Are they going to have the standard usual filling? Are they going to screw with that? I think they're having this the usual taste. Okay. But the color is going to be purple. It makes no sense to me. It's for, You would... <laughs> have you... It's like it's almost like the people. Is it Nabisco that makes Oreos? I believe that's true. Have they, do they not eat their product? It's perfect. There's no need to screw with it. Well, they can put some more stuffing in it. Well, as they have done the mega mega stuffing. Right, but you get all of yeah. I mean, they could go even more. It's hard to eat because it all squishes out when you bite down on it. Oh. <laughs> You sheltered, sheltered <laughs> individual. You don't bite into an Oreo cookie. What are you talking you about? You slam that sucker in your mouth no. whole. whole. <laughs> that's the way you eat an Oreo. No, you no. You put the whole thing no, in. No, no, that's wrong. And then you take some licks and crunches while it's in your mouth. <laughs> that's how you no, do it. No, that's not it. Well, if you that's bring them it. in, yeah. I'll show you how to eat one properly. <laughs> you don't twist them apart and no, all of that. No, that's, that's totally wrong. You don't want air to hit it. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. No, so you don't do that either. I mean, you just take a bite, and you savor the flavor, and then you take another bite, and you savor that flavor. You don't have to get this in your mouth all at one time. You can't shove so much in your mouth that you can't breathe. Then you get in a panic mode, and you just swallow it. That's the whole idea when I eat a cookie is swallowing it. You don't want to savor the flavor? You probably do that with bacon, too. Anything you put in your mouth, you just... Right down the chute. That's where it goes. <laughs> well, Cliff, yes. 56% of those surveyed said yeah. they do this. And I bet, just looking at you, yeah. you're one of the 56 percenters. What? Did what? Does they, what? Uh, what are you talking about? They uh, have a special nickname for their vehicle. <laughs> now, I'm looking at you and that black BMW, and yeah. I'm thinking, I'll bet Cliff... Yeah. Has a nickname for that uh, car. Is that true or no, is this not? You don't. I do not have a nickname for my car. You never have had a nickname no. for any car? Well, I can't. I mean, I'm 55 years old. I've had lots of cars. Right. I'm, it, I may have had a nickname at some point. Like when I was 16, the first car that I ever drove was a 65 Oldsmobile F85 that the passenger door didn't work on. You couldn't, you couldn't open it from the outside. I called it Tank. Tank. Because it was that color, and it would basically run over anything that stood in its way without damaging. 
And when you're 16, that's the vehicle you need. That's exactly Something right. you can run over anything in. <laughs> but you don't have a name for this car. I do, no, the, the black car I do not have a, a, a nickname for. I find that shocking. I'm a little bit stunned. <laughs> Although this morning at 3 a.m., I wanted to call it Frozen Door because I couldn't get the driver's side door open. <laughs> Just because there was some water in it. I call mine. Yeah. The warning. The warning. The warning. <laughs> that sounds like, you know, something a nickname for a professional wrestler. It does, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, the warning. Yes. Mm-hmm. I look at it and it's like, <clears throat> good morning, the warning. Mm-hmm. Because it seems like every day or yeah. every other day, Cliff, a different yeah. warning light comes up on my screen. <laughs> as it did Friday when the ABS light went, ding, 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 <laughs> ding. Look at me, look at me <laughs> over here. <sighs> yeah. We have to come up with a nickname for your car. Maybe I'll come up with one for you, Cliff. Oh, gee. Gee, thanks. It'd be nice, yeah. You know what's going on with the Princeton City Police Department by Do I know chance? what's going on with the Princeton Police? I'm not sure if anything's going on with the Princeton Police Department. Are Why doing, would you ask? Are they doing any hiring or anything that you hiring? know of? Yes, that's what I'm wondering. Well, I mean, you'll have to ask, you know, the chief, Derek McGraw. I, I couldn't tell you if they're hiring or not. Well, for some reason, he doesn't like to speak with me, so maybe you could do a little <laughs> well, talking every- with him. <laughs> Every time, every time he talks about you, the word taser is involved. I understand that, yes. <laughs> so maybe you could get with him and see if they're doing some hiring well, there. Do you want a job with the PPD? Oh, no, I'm too much of a coward for that. I'm not <laughs> well, what do you do want that. to do? Why are you asking me these questions? I want to be the test drunk they have. The test drunk? I want you and us to be that. <laughs> How would that work specifically? Well, when they hire somebody, you know, yeah. that's never been in law enforcement before, I'm assuming yeah. they would have to, you know, practice the field sobriety test. Yeah. So we could set out here someday after 10. Yeah. They did some hiring. Why would we wait until after 10? Well, you know. We could, we could start right now. Well, you could. But we could get, like, you know, really hammered and set out in our cars, and they could pull up behind us and practice <laughs> and field practice sobriety. And practice pulling us over and giving us the field. So we'd be like field sobriety dummies. That's exactly that's right. Yes. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> Huh? No. They could, they could provide the booze, and we'll supply oh, the drinking. Oh, wait. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> and then they could... Okay, like, now that's starting to sound more, you know... And then Derek could sit there with the other representatives yeah. of the police department and see yeah. how well they do, and we'll just keep doing it over and over until they get it down pat. <laughs> and then they can drive us home. We want to be safe. Oh, yeah, we wouldn't attempt to drive one. No, 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 no. Then they We're just field sobriety test dummies. Yeah, well, now, we don't want you to take us to jail or anything like that. And If you're intoxicated and you get in the behind the wheel of your car, technically you're driving under the influence. Well, okay, but they can make an exception to that because we're really? the... We are, I don't believe there's any exceptions to that. We're the... Field sobriety test dummies. That's right, so they can make an example. <laughs> Please. So we could just get, like, you know... A folding chair and a steering wheel. That would work for me. See, that would work. Yes. We could do it that way, yeah. Boy, Cliff, I wish I knew more people in this community <laughs> than what I did. Why, is it, why would you well, say Well, we that? were talking about, you know, trying to become... The field sobriety test dummies for the Princeton Police Department. And right. I did not realize that yes. a Princeton police officer was actually was inside the building. Actually sitting in the lobby waiting for me to get done so he could pick up his picture. <laughs> yes. And he was laughing uh, like, like uh, I'm joking about it. But I'm dead serious yeah. about this, Cliff. <laughs> I want my name on that list. You want yours on there, too? No, I don't. I, that would be fun. <laughs> on the parking lot. I'd even wear my headphones out there so really? I could be comfortable. You're, you're more comfortable with your headphones I on? I am, Cliff. I am. I'm very comfortable <laughs> when I have them on. A lot of times I don't like to go out in public without them on. Without your headphones I on. like, but people, people stare at you. People and, do have a tendency to look at you like um, you're a little strange. 
because you're wearing headphones. But no, they're not plugged into anything. So you think that's it? Why they're looking at me a little strange well, because of the headphones? Well, I, can, I thank you for I think that. That's Cliff. one of many reasons. But go ahead. Well, Cliff, this what? past summer, yes. if you were fortunate enough and yeah. lucky enough, what? And smart enough to spend seven dollars at the Gibson County Fair, what? you got to see Ashley talking? McBride. Oh, oh yeah, she was a great show. Uh-huh. She can. She can. Uh, she's quite the artist. Yes. I'll tell you how good she is. How good is she? For seven bucks, you got to see the woman that was just recently voted the best new act of 2018 by the Nashville scene. Oh, that Nashville scene is, uh, we used to read that paper when I lived down there. It's like, um, it's like kind of a hip thing, you know, like, um, there's, there's a thing in Evansville very much like it. So yeah, it's like they would know all of that stuff. And the album, Girl Going Nowhere, the third best album of the year what they voted. Wow. Yes. Wow. She's won all kinds of awards. That's and, cool. But it's not one of my, um, well, most proud moments in life, Cliff, but <laughs> which today... One, which one of these are you talking about? Well, our Take It to the Bank this morning. Oh, we're doing oh, that today? I'll be honest with you. Okay. I'm trying to hide today's Take It to oh, the Bank are, just huh? a little bit, yes. <laughs> I'm trying to hide it yeah. by playing right before it mm-hmm. one of the best voices ever in country music okay. for our cool classic. Okay. I mean, this is an all-time classic song. All right. And I'm trying I'm, to hide well, but, that fact mm-hmm. because but, our Take It to the Bank... But the fact still is, today's Take It to the Bank is embarrassing for you in some way. Only because. Yes. Only because. Yeah, bring it on. Let's know what it is. It's right in your wheelhouse, Cliff Ingram. My wheelhouse. Why is that embarrassing for you? Because we all know what your wheelhouse entails. Poop. Well, it's a cousin to that. Oh, okay. How about that? (laughs) It's Poop's cousin. Here comes the bad on Take It to the Bank. (laughs) It's like the yin and the yang on the Morning Road Show with Weed and Cliff. It kind of is, Cliff. And after you uh, hear this Take It to the Bank, you'll know why I tried to hide it with Ray Price. A school of herrings. I want you to picture them, Cliff. All right. Swimming around underwater. Okay. You ever wondered how school of herrings communicate with each other Um, underwater? I I never really crossed my mind. A school of herrings. Yes. H-E-R-R-I-N-G. Yes. They have to know which way to go because they all go in the same direction at the same time. Okay, up, so down, these are left, smallish right. fish, kind of like a sardine, but maybe bigger. That's right. Kind of thing, and they swim in schools, and they are basically uh, fish that live to be eaten by other fish, <laughs> which they try to minimize by talking back and forth as they swim around to try to avoid this danger. Yes, in large schools. Okay. And they communicate underwater yeah. by passing gas. <laughs> That's right in your wheelhouse, Mr. Ingram. You're absolutely right. Yes. I, I'm surprised then that I didn't know that herrings, as a group, swimming in a school, talk back and forth by farting. It creates a high-frequency sound. Yeah. And the hearings can hear that. <laughs> yeah. And thus they know which direction to go. I don't know who the leader of the pack is <laughs> the there. One, the one that can fart the loudest. It's the leader of the pack. It's got to be the bean man, <laughs> I would assume. But Cliff, all of that except for the last of it. Yeah, you can take that to the bank, I bet. Cliff, I'm wondering. What? What is the time limit, Yeah. you think, on duct tape that's covering your belly button to keep it from chattering this morning? Is it a three-hour time limit? Um, well. Four, maybe? I don't know. I've n- no one's ever um, told me. And I've never really been in an instance where I felt like it was necessary for me to put duct tape over my belly button. 
Well, mine feels a little loose right now. So, so you, I'm you are, I mean, you're still on. It's right? still on there, right. but it feels a little you have, movable. Yeah, duck. <laughs> I, get, I mean, it's just lost its grip. Yes. It's lost its grip on your belly button. Yes. And you're wondering how long will it be before it just falls off. They shouldn't put the instructions on the um, right. I duct can't, tape package. <laughs> I can't imagine anybody at any duct tape manufacturer in any kind of a product development meeting thinking about having to protect people from putting it on their belly button. That's why I should have been at the meeting. <laughs> that would have been one of my questions. Uh, excuse me. When you put this on your belly button, how long will it stay on there before you have to uh, remove it like a bandage? And, and, and do you know what the answer is? I, I don't know. Just rip it. Ooh. 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 That hair will grow back. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of a day. Start with number three. The one who can fart the loudest is the leader of the pack. Number two. Field sobriety test dummies. But the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. It really was National DJ Day and no one was here. Now, we played that commercial that uh, recorded stuff all the countdown shows yeah there were no djs here yesterday <laughs> you know number three i don't think you can put that on your resume either no you can't no if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about go to weedandcliff.com and click the contact us button and send us a message thanks again for listening to the new weed and cliff podcast